Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is a Star Wars episode where we're going to be going through Darth Vader number 26. Afra came out this week. We're going to keep that off for next week because there doesn't seem to be any of the Star Wars books we're talking about then. So we'll do Afra next week. We'll do Darth Vader this week. And we decided that before we actually had read the issues, you just figure, you know, Darth Vader's the bigger of the Mm -hmm. books. And maybe people get upset at me saying that, but it's true. And when we go into it, though, not much going on in this issue. This (laughs) issue, I don't know. I think that by the end, reading it again, me and you talking about it, I think we're going to like it a little more. Than maybe what we thought at first Because I've read it three times actually Now it's such a quick read You can just get through it And I had read it earlier We ended up having a snafu of recording it I had read it last night And then figured well I better read it again Before we get into this So three times in I did start liking it a little more each time Though there still isn't that much going on with this But here's the weird play I don't think people who like Darth Vader and this book will be upset that they read this by the end. It just doesn't really advance anything. No. Really. I mean, and, and this whole story that we're dealing with hasn't really advanced anything. You're almost at a point in the story here between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi that you're in a little and maybe Greg Pak is having the hardest time of what do you do at this point? Because Darth Vader is kind of a blank enigma during these two points in the movie. Obviously, Luke, he goes off and, you know, learns more about the Force. He comes back, Return of the Jedi. He seems like his training is almost done. You know, just a smidgen left he needs. You end up having Leia gathering up the Rebels. You have a lot for people to do in between. Darth Vader's just when, Darth Vader's just Darth Vader. Uh-huh. In between, the, I never, I don't know as a kid, and when the movies came out, I was a kid. I don't think that I ever thought to myself, ooh, what did Darth Vader do between now and then? I never thought of anything, especially when you get to Return of the Jedi. You're like, oh, in my mind, I guess as a kid, I thought he was there down and dirty just creating the second Death Star. Like, he yeah. actually was, you know, swinging hammers, doing the jackhammer, and like, Maybe he was involved. I don't know. Maybe he was an overseer, whatever. But in that, between the movies, like once Empire Strikes Back ends, you start getting ideas. And this is more of a kid thing. And that's kind of the fun of being a kid and watching movies and why Star Wars was so big, because you end up having a living universe. And so at the end, you go out and play with your friends. Hey, let's play Star Wars. And you might say, like, let's play what happens between the movies, and you could make up all sorts of things. Oh, Luke goes here. Do you know Han goes there? All these things go. Well, Han's going nowhere. He's in carbonite. But you know, really, what I would, and if I think back at the time, it would have been, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm going to save Han Solo. Like you, whether or not it came out to be true or whatnot, you're just making it up. Nowhere did anybody and any of my friends say. Yeah, let's play what Darth Vader does. I'm like, what does he do? I walk through a hallway and choke people out. The only (laughs) play that you would do would be, hey, I'm Luke Skywalker, and I'm going to take it to Darth and and win this time. That would be it. It would be based on that. So when you have Greg Park doing this, you kind of have to come up with things that aren't so important, 
but do lead. These all have to lead to Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, getting a little softer where it comes to family, where it comes also, on the other side, has to start really hating the Emperor and needing to get rid of him to get what he wants. Greg Puck's doing it. He's showing that Darth at this downtime, and maybe that's the play. It's the downtime and the Darth Vader thinking time that's really screwing with him and even the Emperor's plan, though. At the end, all these guys, Emperor, Darth Vader, they'll never say that any plan was not their plan. Mm -hmm. Ah, this is always going to plan. I mean, I can imagine the Emperor is being thrown down that shaft, lightning going everywhere, and the last thing he's yelling, it was my plan all along, as he ends up going, and then, you know, because his plan was to be cloned them later. <laughs> yeah, he knew he knew he was going to come back. You know what so I mean? Cares. Like, that's yeah. just part of the plan. Yeah. And so with all of that, you have an issue where with and, and you see the, the machinations. You see Sabe lost in the sandstorm. OK, you got a sandstorm here on this planet that also has a couple of his buddies from Tatooine. Now you're making this planet basically into Tatooine. So there's a sandstorm that Sabe gets lost in so he can remember the times that, uh, you know, Amidala and his mother, Shmi, ends up getting lost yep. or trapped in sand. That's all it is. And you can say that's very heavy handed. I wouldn't disagree. But by the end, I didn't mind it. I want it more. And I know that you're going to say. I want we want it more of the pod racing. Absolutely. I want it more pod racing. Now, what would have been really cool in my mind is that they made two pod racers and then you end up one of these schmucks. Even maybe Ochi jumps <laughs> on the other. Now we get pod racing. I should even have that sound effect because oh, yeah. of that, because really that would be funny. Darth starts getting all fired up. He looks over and he thinks that's it's Sebulba. Oh, my God, what's going on? He has all these flashbacks. But in this, we'll get to the credits first. But in this, <laughs> you pretty much just have Darth go and be Darth. And, and Darth's not going to be stopped by a sandstorm. He's not going to be stopped. And I think that's the play here, too, by the end is now he has the power that if he had back then, he might have been able to save everybody. But he's doing it for bad. You get all these layers with him. Yeah. But it is Darth Vader, number 26, written by Greg Pak. Rafael Anenko on art, Carlos Lopez on colors, DC's Joe Carmagna on letters, Into the Sand. After listening to the plight of Keith Kitster and Wald's community, Darth Vader and Sabe launch an attack against the corrupt governor, Tantaza, who has been working with Crimson Dawn. The governor has eluded Darth Vader's grasp twice, escaping to a fortress concealed within an artificial sandstorm. Outraged by this failure, Darth Vader ordered his command ship to target the governor's flagship should he fail to capture her the third time. So you end up with this. He's going to get on. We know what he's going to do. He's going to get on this pod racer. Oh, my God. Kitster's the only one who can ride that. I wanted Darth Vader. Like, Darth <laughs> Vader really is like that crazy deal. Like, does he need to conceal that secret identity? Does it mean anything now? Because I swear to God, I'm waiting for Darth Vader to be like, listen, you think this kid, this kidster couldn't hold my jock? Like back <laughs> in the day, this guy just watched while I did this stuff. He learned everything from me. I wanted all this stuff, but he keeps it inside. But you can tell he gets pissed. Yeah, he you. wants to say something, but he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, this is like that idea 
if this wouldn't have been a Darth Vader thing and all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, we never had, you know, the armor and it was just Anakin that continued on to be bad. There'd be a lot of shit talking right now. I mean, oh, Anakin's yeah. if he, not if he had, back. if he if he had the the face and the arms, oh yeah. And, if it yeah. was just Anakin here, like again, yeah, you could have played that deal where Anakin falls to the dark side and just becomes a mean looking Anakin. He would never be wearing a helmet. He yeah. would be no, always. He would be there, <laughs> and he'd be like, "Really? You also? He'd probably have hologram things. Look at this. This is when I won, and those assholes couldn't. I keep cursing. They couldn't do anything. But you end up where. He just says, I'm going to go. I'm going to go find Sabe. I'm going to finish this. I'm going to end the sandstorm. Because they even say the sandstorm's coming here. It's got to be stopped. Darth climbs up on this monstrosity of a pod <laughs> racer. It's horrible. It's so big. Yeah, and It's ugh. so big and bulky and whatnot. I love yeah. the idea, though. It's He is such a jerk. They're sitting there. And you even have, you know, oh, my God, he's doomed. Only the greatest pod racer could ever drive that in a sandstorm. And, and Kitster couldn't do it. And I believe that this is Wald who sang it even his little buddy. But it's not like they're saying, well, Anakin could have done it back in the day. Where is he now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I only saw one man who could do it, and he was a boy. But yeah, <laughs> you had that. At that point, luckily, Ochi and Wald get the heck out of the way. Because they are right in the way of this. Oh, they're done. Just engulfed in flames. Yeah. They must walk up to the side slightly. Darth <laughs> Vader doesn't even look behind. I mean, I guess he would know that when this thing fires up, these two rocket engines are just going to blast and he almost kills them. He does not care. He doesn't look through the rear view mirror. No, he's not looking in the backup camera or something. It's just It's going. like the whole deal of images may seem smaller. They, they're <laughs> so small, Darth doesn't care about it. He's like, I already think they're small. I'm just going to blast. And again, he likes these entrances and exits. So he's, room. he goes. And yeah, so we've already seen at the beginning where you, and you're going to get a bunch of flashbacks. If you have watched the movies, most of this, and even scenes that maybe we didn't see quite in the movie, you yeah. get the idea. You get the idea. He loves Amidala. He's had a rough life. He lived on Tatooine, where the sand got in his crevices. I like that he says, the sand gets everywhere. I'm like, that's kind of a <laughs> funny deal. We know, Anakin. Uh, and, but here with you, Amidala, everything is so soft and smooth. And then they go off to the bedroom, the boudoir. But yeah, he ends up as he fires up. And even when you get the, he's doomed, only the greatest pod racer could do that. He thinks back that when they were all, all his friends were throwing shade at him. Look at this piece of crap pod racer. You're not going to be able to do anything with that. But we know he does. And then when he fires up this, you know, big giant monstrosity, you then go back to the first point where Anakin's pod racer actually did work. It ended up lighting up and his mom through this me gets very you know my boy's growing up i hope that this doesn't cause problems she doesn't look too happy about it but she's no just i think it's like one it. of those that she's gonna let him do what he does because that's what he's good at and whatnot but i think that she's worried that this is gonna cause problems yep. down the line she might just be you could have had the scene where she's like I don't like this pod race and a lot of them underground bets and stuff it seems like a seedy thing also, these guys seem to almost try to kill each other every time, and you're a little boy. But it ends <laughs> up, and we know he ends up winning. Obviously, we see that in the Phantom Menace. So he goes off, and when you see how big this thing is, 
to Darth, it's completely ridiculous, right? I mean, it is it's like over one the story top. high. It's just... it's so big, but there he is. He's controlling it. You end up having stuff just being flung at him from the storm as he goes into it. He just gets out the lightsaber and just cuts things in half. And there's not enough of this, you know, riding. I don't know what else you could do with the pod racer. Would be funny if Darth was like, no, there's this pod racing. Like he just (laughs) yells the deal. Uh, But as that's going on and he hits the actual storm, he does start remembering things. He starts remembering the time that Shmi went out into a storm and probably would have died. But Anakin was going to die with her. He goes out. I'm not leaving you behind. I'm going to go out there. She's yelling, go back to the house. I'm okay, but he does go, and she says, Annie, I told you to go back, and he says, don't worry, we're going to be fine, and I told you, Mom, I'm not leaving you, then to show when he left her, and he did. Clyde John comes in, says we have to train him, and she is going to go, and remember the whole play of that was, we got to take my mom, Uh, mom remains a slave. Mm -hmm. Can't get her out of that. Couldn't work the deal there. And so right away, it's kind of a funny layer thing, even though, you know, Jake Lloyd gets a lot of crap and people didn't like him. I like him. Uh, But he's okay. I mean, some of the lines are written for him. Are you an angel? Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. But that was written for him. But I did think you got the idea of sadness in him. But I also think that when you look back at this, it probably started that idea of I'm going with the Jedi. It gets me off the stinking planet. But they couldn't even save my mom. They couldn't even get that. These great Jedi couldn't even work a deal to have my mom come with us. And then what happens to her, he may actually blame the Jedi. You know, you should have been there right away. They're they're, they're indirectly responsible. And even when they go off, because he goes right off. And there's a big play of Anakin seems to be a little OCD about sand and particles in his hand. Uh, which he keeps seeing like, oh, I can't escape this. I don't know. The sand's after me. <laughs> but it makes him seem sad at this point. Like, it's weird the play of sand is a big thing in his life. Like, he sees that like a little, oh, this is like back in the day. Uh, back in the day, which was like a week ago at that point. But Well, it goes, would be. If you grew up on a sand planet, dude, that's all you'd be thinking about. Like, you'd be just obsessed with it. It just is too much. So he keeps seeing this, and, and it's one of those, like, I always, almost like a loop. I wanted to get away from that all that time. But when I did, I had to leave behind things. Even the, the parallel with Luke, when he's not going to go, he tells Ben, hey, I can't go. I have things to do here. And Ben kind of throws shade at him. But then he goes back and his aunt and uncle are dead. I mean, everything leads to just trouble in, in this deal. So there's Anakin and he's remembering when they go to the council. Again, we know this stuff. That That's the play here. Or it, it's going to really hinge on if you want to go with this in this current story of this is Darth remembering things and feeling bad, which does lead to him eventually saving Luke. That's all this is. And so he remembers when he went there and, you know, you're you're scared. No, I'm not scared. Yes, you are. And also you care. You're worried about your mother. And he admits it. Yeah, I miss her. Thinking that would be something normal people would say. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, is. of course. I miss yeah. my mom. Now, and right away, and it's Yoda. Afraid to lose her. You are? And then he's like, no, what's that got anything to do with it? I like he gets sassy. Uh-huh. And then that's where he says, Yoda says everything. And really, it's true. I mean, the turn to the dark side does have a lot to do with his mom. 
being killed, all that, also the Amidala stuff. So having that connection to a family is really crazy. And even that secret little romance that he was going with Amidala, that's why they kind of kept it on the down low. But then it's, you know, the whole deal. Fear leads to anger. You know, we're going to get the greatest hits here. Anger leads to hate. That's where he's got to bury his mom. And hate leads to suffering. And, mm-hmm. yeah, there's the sand particles again. You keep getting those as you end up having Padme fall out of the transport. And that's when Obi-Wan's like, leave her. It's funny, too, because that play here of, you know, don't let personal feelings get in the way is a better idea and a better play than when Anakin went back to Tatooine and that stupid guy who ended up remarrying, who ended up marrying his mom and like, ah, she's done. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely given up. Like uh-huh. the, He's there. Unfortunately, when, you know, Anakin goes, because he's like, why didn't you go after her? What's going on? She's done. They've got her. She's dead. Who knows? What a piece of crap. Because when Anakin goes, she's not done. They could have done something. Yep. I, to this day, and I know I've heard some people since, but this was something that me and my buddies talked about the day that that movie, when we watched it and then talked about it later, we swear to God, he got that hovering freaking wheelchair because of the life insurance policy he cashed in on Shmi. And if he went to see that and she was alive, he'd get it taken away. He likes that floating <laughs> chair. So he's like, nope, she's done. Even he may have even I mean, you could go dark and like he probably said her up. I could imagine him just running. He sold away. her out. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, ah. And then when he went and of course killed everybody. Even the younglings, and then later <laughs> kills more younglings. But so all this going on, it's like you know you have to leave Padme. She falls out of this transport, it gets hit. You have to leave her. What would she do? And he does admit she would do her duty. I'm not so sure. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I yeah. really don't know. But that surface level of how she'd play it out, but this involves love, and I do think that at that point the best would have been. She probably could have just said to Obi-Wan, turn this crap around. We're going back and getting him, and he'd have to obey. Anakin, he doesn't have to obey him. You know, that's the play here. So he ends up, they go, and he watches it off. So those are two people that he left behind at one point, and it has obviously affected Darth Vader, and that's some of the things that, you know, you ended up where the Emperor thought that he was kind of, using Darth with this this anger and oh man everybody screwed you I mean remember the idea that he gets Anakin to turn is that they don't think you're good enough they don't understand you're better than them they're pushing you back they're afraid of you all that stuff then to really go into it and then oh and by the way I'm looking into things to bring back people from the dead boom he's in (laughs) right so all of that being pushed to make Darth Vader what he is now we see that there are regrets that are going to try to nibble on that. Where the Emperor is going with, he's trying to beat those out of Darth. And it's so abusive the way he does it that, you know, it's it's the Emperor's downfall as well. So the, mm-hmm. the idea that there's a redemption of a Darth Vader, there's also a nonsense abusive deal from the Emperor as well. That eventually he could even be fighting back just for himself. So I like seeing that. It's not just, oh, Luke, my son, whatever. This does give layers to what we get later. So I don't mind. So when he goes through and all this is going on, he is just going through this sandstorm on 
this pod racer, we're not seeing any of the pod racing. No, because the, it, the, like the art is too close. It should be a little pulled out so you can see the distance. Maybe they'll play the idea of, well, it's in a sandstorm. You wouldn't see anything anyway. So we just yeah. cut to that. He ends up getting to, you know, Sabe and Kinster, where he's like, hey, I didn't think anybody would be able to drive my racer. <laughs> I'm telling you. Now we need, because he's just there with him in the middle of a sandstorm. I need the idea. First off, Darth thinks that this is going to prove the point. He takes his helmet off, and Kinster's like, oh, my God. Put that back on. (laughs) What the heck? And he's like, no, no, no. But I'm Anakin. He's like, no, you're just some old bloated white guy. I don't know what you (laughs) are. But, yeah, that's the whole play of, hey, there's my deal. What's going on? Hey, I would have also liked where he crashes in. And I I actually think that it would have been. Kinster would have went over and been like, oh, man, you messed up the thrustal throttle here or something like uh, people like car guys would do. Yeah. But there's other problems. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> where's Sabe? And you go over and she's stuck under, I don't know, this tank, this fuel to whatever it is. The weird play is it must be empty because what Darth Vader does. And I love that Kinster's like, I've been trying to get it off. Her. I'm like, really? This thing's like eight tons. There's no <laughs> way you're moving it. No chance. Try. I like, he says, I tried to move it, I think, right? Uh, yeah. Why not start digging on it? Digging, yeah. That's the only chance you have, yeah. What an idiot. But <laughs> yeah, Dark just goes, boom, moves it, uses the force, and moves it. And, and this one part coming up, really, really, I know that Darth has done this before, but I swear to God, it really hit me hard when he ends up almost choking out Piet from down here on the planet. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, that pretty, was pretty impressive. Cool. I, I wonder if they had the thing, that'd be funny, where... Darth has this weird force sensitive guy that's just hanging around all the places and they do it. But yeah, it's kind of relayed through that guy. Yeah, that'd be to, cool. Like yeah. he sends the signal, do it, just to throw that whole I mean, because we're talking, what, hundreds, thousands of miles away? I mean, how far yeah, would that and be? Through, so I know the force probably goes through a lot of different things, you know, but this is through a sandstorm, through an atmosphere, up to the deal, able to pinpoint on that neck. Like, I can see if Darth's like, all of a sudden he twitches a little and Piet's gone. That changes a lot then. Well, before that, he was before that he was doing the same thing to the sandstorm. So, choking yeah. it out. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> At the point, he's choking out the sandstorm, which, <laughs> if you're going to say something is a little corny, I didn't mind it. He's like causing, <laughs> it's like almost like he's causing like a little funnel there, like a little tunnel that'll avoid him. But they do also, the idea... That Padme survived this thing falling on her. Yeah, she should be squished under there. Like, what? It almost felt like she fell almost like a, it's weird, not quite like it, but when the Hulk ended up jumping into, you know, throwing Rick Jones into that trench. Yep. And that was able to stop things. This is like, she fell into a trench and it just fell on top. But in that, it's like Lord Vader, and that's at the same time that he remembers him finally getting with his mom in that sandstorm. The sandstorm attacks. He chokes out the sandstorm, which <laughs> I'm telling you, could this be one of the things in the – which what was it that – it wasn't called Force Awakens. What was – Force Unleashed. Mm-hmm. When you played that, I believe that was the game where you have Darth Vader bringing down a Star Destroyer, and it's just crazy. Uh in this, this might be as badass. Like, I need a list of badass Darth Vader moments. The time he choked out a sandstorm. Because, yeah, he's saving them. They're getting buried in the sand. Now, he's already remembered the idea of Sabe kind of reminiscing. Oh, it's like when I caught up to my mom. 
in the middle of the sandstorm. Now when he starts saving them and trying to, sand's still coming in, burying Sabe. Now yep. he remembers, ooh, that was like how Amidala. All this stuff is hitting. And the the problem with some of these things and the, why I like this is you're never going to go and watch the movies. If we just watch the movies, the only sort of time you're going to get to the well, what is the philosophical deal of And I'm talking Darth Vader, an original trilogy that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Most of the times he walks around just like an automaton that is there to choke out anybody and just be over the top evil. Until he does do that, finally he looks at Luke, looks at the Emperor, he ends up grabbing the Emperor and throws it in. But these books are trying really to go into the psychological workings of Darth. Yeah. For some reason, when I think of it, I think of him being so wrecked that these things do happen, but they're scattered. You end up like, you know, at points where you're having this, where he's looking at like, it's just, you want him to just go and say to the emperor right now, don't wait till return of the Jedi right now saying you're a bunch of bull crap. I'm sick of how you treat me. I know there's the Sith deal and how that whole plays out. And the emperor is pretty powerful, but you almost think that, it should start now fully that he just on the sly, Sabe, Ochi, maybe get a hold of other people. Uh, let's make the attack. Let's take down the emperor. But you don't get that. You have to wait until the Luke deal. So this is really building, building, building. And really to the point where in this book, it feels like Greg Pak really is trying, almost trying to say, well, when Darth changes, when Darth goes and does, you know, say, I want Luke instead of the emperor, kills the emperor. And then ends up, take my mask off. I want to see you with my own eyes. That sort of deal that they think that was too abrupt in the movies. Like, oh, like nobody believed it. I believed it. I I was Mm -hmm. full into it. I thought it was great. But it almost feels like they're trying to really stack the deck here. Like almost to the point where this issue gets a little bit too much of, okay, we understand. We got it. How much more are we going to see this? We just had what the the war of the what's it called for the uh, bounty hunters? Yeah, the war of the bounty hunters, where Darth at that point seemed to just be wanting to go and just destroy Luke. Now he's getting a little softer here, and in the meantime, Luke is not really an accepting son. He wants to kill Darth Vader and is really pissed off. But you end up where they Darth Vader has to have a plan. You see that Sabe, she's gonna die. I don't think he cares that much about his old buddy Kinster there, but <laughs> Sabe there and, and Darth Vader, while I think that he would survive even being covered with the sand he probably has with his armor and stuff, would, would survive, and eventually she's going to die. So he comes up with a plan that is a little bit, we didn't know what this meant. The end up where the whole deal is he gets a hold of Admiral Piet. Admiral Piet, fire on my location. Use all these. I thought he was going to say, yeah, get rid of that other destroyer because they're nonsense. But also, no, he's going to fire down on the planet. I wish that you don't have anybody for Darth to talk to here. Or I think maybe you could have had somebody. You have Kinster. He's kind of smart. He made that deal. If he hears him say this and you didn't have the situation, he might say, oh, I get it. You're going to do this to cause this. But we don't really have that. So what it is is just, hey, fire down on this place. 
and, you know, do what I say. And he goes, I can't. That'll incinerate everyone, including you. Do it. And he gets choked out. And from down there in like all the crap going down with Darth Vader and he's still able to focus. That's so far away. I mean, that's that that's powerful. It gets to the point where you could roll your eyes, but it also gets the point of, okay. And I again, I think Greg Pak's playing the idea. We are seeing the softer side of Darth Vader here. Maybe you got to show him kicking some butt, too. So he ends up almost choking him out. Yep. Do it. And they blast, which probably destroys the machine in the the recap said that that you know governor is somewhere around here with that she's probably dead and you wonder how darth sabe and kinster could have survived well they went into that you know big giant tank that had ended up falling on sabe when she got hit and fell over and in a cool way i mean it's always cool seeing the lightsaber cutting out of something uh, I would still think that in my mind, just me, that tank would have gotten hot as hell. Well, they would have been cooked alive in there like a they, uh, yeah, they would have air been. fryer. Yep, cooked alive. There's <laughs> no way that. And I, I don't mean, look know at that, it. Is Darth choking out the heat? I mean, this <laughs> thing is melting. It's all metal. Even just what you're touching in there. Now, if you showed it in there and he's levitating them, still cooked. That air in there is going to be hot, but it's Star Wars. We're going to go with it. Because it's, it's, it's melted, like completely melted around them. Melted. And yeah, and, and as you said, all of this did turn the planet at this point to glass. That's what it looks like, even, right? Even though Darth comes out and still finds a little bit of sand to be like, it's so funny. It's like, is the sand in a weird way and part of comforting to him because it's always been the constant? Or is he like, Damn you, Sand. Like, it's the biggest villain. We never knew the biggest villain of Darth Vader. Sand. Sand. Uh, but I think it might be like that grounding thing to him. Like, he's all, it's always there. No matter where he goes, he might think he's getting away from things. It always grounds him down to it comes back to the sand. Uh, yeah, and he gets that. And you end up having Kinster carrying out Sabe. And in a tender moment, that shows. And And again... It's a weird play because a lot of times in this, you're going to start thinking, all right, he's going to get sexy with Sabe. He's going to end up just pretty much calling her Amidala. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're going to be. I don't know now the way that it plays out. I think that he just wants to save her because he was never able to save Amidala. The problem with Luke or Luke, the problem with Anakin, the problem with Darth Vader is that, you know, with Amidala. The thing that would have saved her could have been not going bad. I mean, that is the big play. He thinks now he can make up for that by saving her handmaiden. That that doesn't really redeem you, in my mind. You were pretty much, when you ended up having Sabe say, I thought you were the one who killed Amidala. It kind of did in a weird way where she, remember, she died of a broken heart when she went down. She gave <laughs> up. Which really threw me off. And I'm telling you, people got mad at me because they said that was the biggest bull. You just had two kids. Those should have been the hope and the dreams that you would have and you would want to survive. But again, she also had issues. So he ends up where Darth Vader, you know, walks her away and feels better about himself, maybe at this point. And I think that the feelings of that, of saving Sabe, is also part of the layers of saving Luke later. I think that this is where. He, he has this tiny little heart, but it grew three sizes that day. 
think he's the Grinch, and he ends up realizing it might be not so bad. We said it, and I think they're dealing with with Valance. Remember Valance? I hate the Imperials. All of yep. a sudden, he saves some people. They pat him on the back, and he's like, this is what I always wanted. This is what I needed. Oh, my God. And I think we're playing maybe that as well, the parallels. So there's a lot going on in what is a simple issue. Then you get to, you always have to remind people of, hey, by the way, you might feel good for Darth Vader. He got a win there. No, the Emperor sees all of this and knows it and thinks it's nonsense. It's going to crack the whip again. Yeah. Where he says, you could not save your mother. You could not save Padme. But now you think you can. And he starts laughing. And it's a dot, dot, dot. There's an ellipsis. And I do believe that he's going to say, but now you think you can save yourself. I don't think he's going to say, you think you can save that handmaiden. Or you think, yeah, at first I thought it was you think you could save Luke. But I think that's too soon for that. I think that he is thinking, yeah, Darth is trying to save himself. He's trying to make himself better. That's not what we do. That's not part of what this is, you jerk. You know, you better get back here. And, yeah, so that sets up some cool things coming up, I think. Do you think Sabe is going to be long for this world or no, she's done? No, I think she's going to get killed by the Emperor. I think yeah. the Emperor will right have her of, just right destroyed in front of right in front of him. And saying nobody, like almost to the point where I think that what in a, it's a very abusive relationship and they're playing it out like that way more than what we even see in the movies. Because in the movies you're just played with, you know, Master, Apprentice, Sith, all that. But in this, it's so abusive that I do think that the Emperor then kills her and then says what? Most abusive people do, and he's a controlling jerk. He's going to say, nobody loves you. Nobody's there for you. I'm the only one who you can trust and care for. Stop it. Everybody thinks you're the worst, but they do because it's been set up by the emperor. The things Mm -hmm. that he ends up doing are 100% what the emperor has kind of conditioned him to do, and that's nonsense and and really in this where you're going to try and one of the things that maybe was forced in return of the jedi is that idea of like out of all that like i heard people complain darth vader baddest of the bad going on there and baddest of the bad like crispy cream used to sing you end up where <laughs> how can that be a re- how can that character get redemption a lot of people even say even in comics that we do like you, you'll have like a damian wayne how could he get redemption? He killed 8 million people or a Harley. That's a big one now, yep. especially last bunch of years. How can Harley have redemption when she killed so many people? But it can happen. I mean, redemption is just redemption trying. You may not get full out like it doesn't equal out, whatever. But if you start trying. So by the end, I thought a lot of people said to me, even, you know, I can't try like Darth Vader. It's almost like a bedside confession the death confession oh my god i'm I'm catholic now i'm gonna accept like really scared but it didn't feel like that it felt like in the last moment darth wanted to make things right especially by saving luke and maybe luke can go on and get that skywalker name as something a little better whatnot but Mm -hmm. in this it does set it up so at this point reading these comics knowing what's going to come you really at one one level is You want the Emperor to die even more than you ever did. He is awful. He's so bad. Like, he pops in occasionally, but any time you're making it so that he does not say or do anything good, it's always bad. You can't have him do anything good. He's going to die. But with Darth, you see when he goes off, he's got some downtime. 
I'm telling you, I think that by the end of the, we don't know how long these books are going to last because we're getting closer and closer to Return of the Jedi. I swear there's got to be a point where he's so nice to Ochi for like a second. Like we need to have that deal where he actually is complimentary to Ochi. <laughs> Maybe he gives him a gift. I don't know how Darth would play it. Like, Darth might end up, but he's never going to admit it, and he's going to switch right back to being mean. I'm telling you, he would be the one who's like, hey, Ochi, I know that you had problems with your, uh, you know, your speeder bike. Here, I fixed it. My, I got you a new one. And gives yep. it, you're like, man. And then Ochi would be like, oh, man, I knew we were the best friends. And Darth will slap him right down, probably injure him and put him in the hospital. But <laughs> I think we might see some of these. You know, sides, and that's why when we thought Sabe coming into the book, we thought it was a bit ridiculous. Remember, we thought that he was just going to make sweet love to her or something and really throw things off. It doesn't seem like that. I Plus, think he I would. I think I he would make sweet love. I don't know what he can do if with, he had with what's the equipment. Going on. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he. I don't think he I don't can. Know. Otherwise, it's, it's almost like the idea. I, I don't know. I I <laughs> hope that. I mean, the play out here is like. It's almost like finding a long lost sister of you. I don't know, because I've seen some of them movies on sus sites. <laughs> they turn crazy. But I do think that he looks at Sabe as just somebody he has to protect now. And he can't let her die. When I mean, she it's, dies. Uh, who was who the actress? It was Kiara Knightley. So you could, you, could do, you could do worse than that, I think. Yeah, I yeah and she's there. And I do think it's one of those, though, where the emperor is going to think of this opportunity of like, okay. You end up right now, Darth, the softer side of Darth. He's starting to go away from what I need him to do. The reason why he ended up becoming what I needed him to do was pretty much Amidala's death. So what I'm going to do is kill the next best thing. Sabe's done. (laughs) And then then Darth, no! He'll yell that again. And then we'll be right back to square one. But in the way where the Emperor won't realize, yeah, he's, he's more angry at you than anything. So... With all that, again, I liked it more than when we talked about it. I thought we would, and we went a little longer than we usually do with something this quick. Uh, so I'm actually going to give it an 8 out of 10. I'm not going to go full out because some of the things were just you know, flashbacks to stuff we saw in the movies, but they do play out well in what is going on. I think it's one of those issues that seem like it's very simple but actually have more layers if you – Think about it. I'm not saying that Greg Puck is fully doing this, and it may not be, but for me, I enjoyed a little. I wanted more of Darth. I wanted that thing to start spinning out of control and him just fly up. You know, he gets knocked off and he's like, screw this, and just walks through the sandstorm. Yeah, or at the very least, crash it and jump off it or something. What did you? What I would you say doing? an eight as well, too. It's I, pretty I, good. I'd like to think like Darth when he's not in the movies, he was just hanging out in that little bubble or whatever his home, I guess, where he regenerates himself. He That's just all keeps he does. Helmet on, helmet off. Yeah, probably. Tra- I, I, you know, training. You know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it just never was a, a factor that you thought about. You're right. I mean, but but uh, this comic series here has developed the character a lot. It was even funny at the end of the New Hope where he's there and he, he gets you know hit by Han. Actually. He doesn't get hit by Han. The distraction causes the one TIE fighter to hit his. And then he veers off. Never even thought of what he was doing. I just thought, no. I'm like, where is he going to go to the bathroom and what's he eating? That's all I cared about. And then I'm like, I don't know. I think he eats motor oil. I had no idea at that point. I didn't even know if he was a robot. He's just a bad guy doing bad yeah, guy just stuff. just a bad you know? dude going around yeah. and eventually he's going to go off and find his way back. So, yeah, Darth was never really a concern of mine between movies. So it's no. kind of cool. 
to see this and see what might have led to everything that goes on in Return of the Jedi. So, yeah, we'll see how the rest of these play out. But I did like that. And we'll be talking about Amidala next week, which I see a lot of people trashing on now. And I I get it. I think that people are not invested in the characters or the story. I think that some people pop in and out of that. And it's not one of those. Alyssa Wong is writing a longer story, but it might be getting too long. We kind of need to get to something. So hopefully next issue we'll have some cool things. And what I'm saying, we've got to get to Darth and Afra Again, is that a redemption deal as well? When they yeah. end up finally meeting up. This is a Darth Vader who's a little nostalgic of things. That'd be great. Can you imagine that they end up they end up right next to each other? They like and they're like back to back and turn around and see each other and Darth hugs Amadala and says, <laughs> It's nice to see you. That now that would be crazy. That would be Amadala wouldn't trust him. She'd start blasting. She actually I think she'd have a heart attack. She would be like, There's no way this is real. What do you want from me? But yeah, yeah, this this is pretty cool. So I want more Ochi though. We Ochi's just kind of been in the background, kind of yelling a couple things. But yeah. I, I want him full out with. He's been out of the spotlight. I want Valance back to being Terminator. I, I want all that stuff. But we'll see how we go. But with that, that is it for this show. I hope everybody enjoyed a little, you know, run down there and a little walk down memory lane with the Anakin as little Annie. These things and the art was pretty good, especially mm-hmm. you know you go by that tone when you go to the flash. It's easy to tell though because we've seen the scenes. But with all of that, go over to our Twitter WS Marvel Comics and then go to our Patreon Patreon.com/slash Weird Science. Check out all the shows, including a bunch of Marvel shows, but also DC, indie, manga, all that stuff, all wrapped up into one. But that's that. So thanks, Matt, for joining me. Thanks everybody for listening. And we'll talk to you later. Ah, Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars.